God damn it. Well, hello, everybody. What is happening? It's Tuesday, January 4th. How's everybody doing out there? Huh? Ah, welcome to Film Junkie Live. How we doing? How we doing? How we doing? I know, right? <laughs> Still never a dull moment. But hey, what can you do? What can you do? It's all good. Ah, so what's going on out there? Let's see. Ah, we already got some... Jeez, man. There's a mess happening, but what, what can you do? You know, we got Jason here. Yeah, you know. Depends. You know, it is me, by the way. Ah, so we got Brendan here. Good to see you, buddy. All right, we got Nicotina. Andre, good to see you. Caleb, how you doing? That's right. Yeah, I think that's most of our Batman is going on stephanie good to see you lakazoo how you doing hello darling yeah stanny good to see you back down the hatches yes 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 she is but you know what can you do <laughs> what can you do what's going on jose always good to see ya eric patterson dancing it up yo restore this metaverse henry cavill friend you're a friend of cavill interesting so that's good. We've got Mr. Eric here, Mr. Harboiled. That's right, that's right. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Good to see you always, sir. All right, what? <laughs> Grace Jackoff? Okay, it's an interesting one there, top 10. Den? Creative. Yo, what's going on, legend? Got integrity, why does everyone always fall for the cabal is done nonsense? The fans have been. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's always been that. I mean, it's like, you know, are ever going to be official? Who knows? Who knows? Hey! We got Chrissy here. How, how you doing, Chrissy? You seem like you're a new face. Wonder, one Wonder Woman. I like it. All right. Bringing back Themo Hawk. If Aquaman 2 comes out after The Flash, then Aquaman 1 is still canon, which connects to the Justice League, so Flash can't undo everything. This is true. This is true. It can't, it's not going to do anything. It's really not going to do undo anything. We've already talked about that yesterday. For not wanting to uh, get involved. Yeah, I figure, you know what? I forgot to talk about that. That happened last week when I was on vacation. So I was like, you know what? Let me talk about it uh, this week. So that's why it's part of the thing. So, yeah, we got Mr. Venomation Films right here. Good to see you. We are Venom. Yush, yush, yush. Uh, well, you know, I try my best. Dane, I try my best, and uh, hopefully enjoyed that opening sketch. Man, I tell you what, I, didn't, I never thought I would have uh, two consecutive sketches with uh, Grace, with, uh, you know, uh, two days in a row, pretty crazy. So, yeah, what's going on, Niner fan? Good to see you. Always, yes, jump scare, why not? <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. That's who that was. Yes, 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 yes. So, what's going on, Josh? Happy New Year to you. You finally made it. Good. We also got Lane. We got Lane here, too. Always good to see ya. Oh, yeah. Thank you, uh, Top 10 Den. Grace, oh, the irony in that name is all about mind over matter. I don't mind because she don't matter. Hey, there you go. Zing. I like it. You're funny. You're funny. What's going on, Music Man? Always good to see you, too. We got Jame Jame here, too. 
That's the one where they say goodbye to Paul Walker. Should have been it. Yep, I agree with you. Miss Rosemary, always good to see you. I'm doing pretty good, actually. Uh, I worked like uh, I'd worked very little today, so I was able to just focus on other things. So it was good. It was good. You know, my line of profession at the beginning of the year, the work is kind of slow, but luckily, you know, I, I'm okay. I'm okay. So good stuff. So always good to see you, Rosemary. And of course, we got Captain Gator Girl. She's here too. Uh, Logic kicks the crap out of scoopers. Yeah. You just got to pick and choose. Sometimes, you know, not always good, but we'll talk about that, of course, because, well, there's more to talk about. So make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Uh, do all that. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. If you want to join, become a member, hit the join button. I will do a members only stream after this, a post show stream. So please do that. If you want to do that, you want to be part of that, be part of that little community right there, or you can be part of the uh, Patreon community right there. So I got some things that I want to, maybe that I might be, um, dealing with, you know, putting on the Patreon, like exclusively, I'm brainstorming some stuff. So hopefully that'll be the case. But, um, you know, it's just in motion. Hey, what's going on, Mr. Shipmagic? Uh, move my new magic videos on my YouTube in case you're wondering. That's where. Uh, OK, good. There you go, man. Get it on YouTube. That's the way to go. Promote, promote on Instagram, put it on YouTube. So definitely uh, check out your uh, YouTube channel and subscribe to it because really dig, uh, really dig the magic that you're doing there. Sir, you're doing the Lord's work, making people happy during these crazy times. That's for sure. That's right. What Rhea said. Hi, Rhea. Smash that like thumbs up. Let's do that. Let's do that. So, but yes, guys, do all that. Uh, we've got the film junkie closet, of course, down below, and uh, got the, of course, the four major, the main topics. We'll of course talk about, you know, Grace kind of doubling down, and we'll talk about Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, and Warner Brothers. We'll talk about that that whole craziness, and then, uh, like I said, uh, I haven't commented about this about Dwayne Johnson responding to Vin Diesel's plea to have him return in the 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 next Fast and Furious movie. So, yeah, I, I, that happened last week when I was on vacation. So I was gonna, I totally forgot about it. So let's talk about that today's show. And then we'll talk about this guy, which I know some people, you know, refer to him as Pissmaker or whatever the hell you want to call it. But, hey, reviews are coming in, so I'm kind of... Let's talk about some of the uh, what, what people are saying about the Peacemaker series. Let's see what that. And then finally, I'll do my last ranking of, uh, you know, obviously with being the end beginning of the year. Uh, I'll do my last ranking. I'll do my CBM ranking because I didn't get to that on an individual video. So let's do that. That's right. All right. Let's do it. Uh, that's right. We got Scoot here, too. Anybody else? We got Ranger. Uh, we got everybody, you know, yep, we got everybody here. All right. So hopefully you guys had a good day. We'll talk about some, uh, some nerdy movie stuff as we do. Okay. Let me go ahead and turn that off. All right. Let's go to, let's see what happened in the Twitter world today. Huh? Plenty. Always fun in the Twitter world. Oh, wow. I'm at 14.8 K. That's interesting. I didn't even realize I crossed that that point well thank you everybody who's following me on twitter please follow me on twitter it keeps on growing keeps on growing so let's make that shit happen anyways all right let's go to that the uh, let's uh, go to the tweets all right well what's happening in the twitter world today let's do this there we go 
I mean, even uh, the Hollywood Reporter is talking about how we're going to get three Batman, Batman this year. And, uh, you know, casual Batman, you know, he'll be coming back, too. He, he, he can't leave out casual Batman. I mean, of course, we got we got the Battinson, we got the Batflick, and then we got Mr. Keaton right there. The, the OG, which, of course, I love that emblem right there with the feet. You know, you can't. At least there's that. <laughs> when it comes to all this madness, at least we're going to have three different Batmen. That's for sure. And then, of course, we have this gif right here. Uh, pretty good stuff. It's got that kind of uh, 8-bit kind of background going on with the Gotham City stuff. Love that. She's got legs. She knows how to use them. That's right. Just Gal Gadot. Just looking hot as she is. A goddess. As she is, but yeah, she's got legs all the way up to her fucking eyelids. So, there you go. That's a nice little celeb crush um, retweet right there. Uh, I'm not a feet guy. I'm not a feet guy. I'm not, no. You know, I'm just, I'm not. Uh, legs? Legs? Sure. But feet? I don't know about that. Uh, Ridley Scott. Apparently, uh, Jodie Comer, uh, for the movie Kitbag, Jodie Comer couldn't quite work out her schedule when it came to this movie so uh ridley scott quickly went okay well i'm gonna get vanessa kirby to replace you and there it is and you know ridley scott he's all let's go let's go let's go let's go let's go so let's go let's go let's go and then yes if the batman gets delayed i i totally i would re i'm just gonna react like uh how pattinson reacted in the lighthouse right here it's a good scene Don't say it. That's right. I will get that upset if uh, if the Batman gets delayed, which I don't think it will, but, you know, you just never know nowadays. But And also watch The Lighthouse. It's a great movie. Uh, Mr. Greg, uh, Greg Alba from Real Rejects, he posted uh, this poll right here. And, uh, you know, I mean, this is kind of... This is kind of in lieu of what we've been talking about when it comes to uh, Henry Cavill and his Superman. Would you be cool with Henry Cavill being able to return for a Man of Steel 2 or some other Superman follow-up, even if Zack Snyder didn't direct it? So I think some people out there that, you know, have various channels and whatnot, uh, they, they, you know, they want to know how everybody kind of feels about with all this stuff. And, uh, you know, 83.3% said, hey, we just want to keep Cavill, right? We just want to keep Henry Cavill. That's what it is. We just want to keep uh, Henry Cavill right there. And then uh, Top 10 Den, thank you for the $5 super chat again. Let's see, you said, did you know that the only guy in ZZ Top without a beard was a drummer? Yep, I did know that. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the main reason why I know that is because of Back to the Future Part 3, because they had a cameo in Back to the Future Part 3. That's how I knew that. And then we got another good one. Got another good one from Vanimation Films right here. Um, I don't want to play the music because it is the 90s cartoon um, Spider-Man music, so I don't want to get a little ding, a little copyright thing, but you're doing the Lord's work, man. You're doing some good stuff with this stop-motion stuff, man, using actual figures right here. So if you guys haven't checked it out, go to Van uh, Vanimation Films, man. Really good stuff. Hey, Mama Film Junkies here. Hi, Mom. Good to see you. But uh, this is really good right here. I mean... 
You can hear a little right there. Yep. Up oh, a little bit of the uh, Spider the '90s Spider-Man theme right there. So guys, just ah man, stop motion is insane. So good job, good job, sir. If you're out there, thought I saw you earlier. Uh, we got Wonder Mag and Scott. So Wonder Mag is actually going to be doing something pretty cool called Collector Spotlight. I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, if you're not following her, you should be. But um, yeah, Meg is basically going to be doing uh, some uh, collector spotlight. She's going to be talking about people who have some crazy, insane collections. And the very first episode, the premiere episode, which is going up tomorrow, is going to be with Mr. Scott McClellan. Because we all know that guy definitely has a collection. A collection, I mean, he's got a whole basement of just full of all his stuff. We know this. We know this. Uh, we got Captain Graves becoming a new member. Thank you, sir. Thank you for becoming a new member. But yeah. So we got that. Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, you know, it might be there might be some people that show up with some pretty cool collections. I'm just saying when I heard about that idea, I thought that was pretty cool. And uh, hey, if you want to watch 300 and you don't really have it, you know, at your disposal, it's on Netflix starting today. So tonight we dine in hell. Let's dine in hell. So there you go. Chris Evans. Chris Evans, uh, he's been cast as Gene Kelly in uh, an untitled film based on the original idea from Chris Evans. So that's pretty cool. The film follows a boy who works at the MGM a lot in 1952 and begins to create an, uh, an imagined friendship with Gene Kelly. So that's going to be interesting. Ryan Johnson to produce. I think that could. I think he could pull it off. He could pull that off a little bit. He might have uh, bigger shoulders than Gene Kelly, but hey, what can he do? What can he do? You know, it's just you can't get rid of the shoulders. So wear baggier clothing, I guess you could say. So Netflix may scale the resolution back. Yeah, that's going to probably, that's the only thing that sucks about streaming. That's why physical media is always going to be better. Always going to be better. Hey, uh, Zolo, uh, or is it Zolo, right? Zolo Maridueña. Guess what? So obviously he's, going around promoting Cobra Kai season season four which I have not watched yet but I do plan on watching it hopefully I'll uh, yeah I'll be watching it before the end of the week for sure I haven't watched it yet but uh, somebody asked him about has he tried on the Blue Beetle costume this is from USA Today and the quote right here uh, provided by Geek Vibes Nation we've done two suit fittings they're hoping that I get more buff by the time we actually start filming. But I've been in, I've seen the suit, and it looks awesome. So there you go. Uh, oh, what, is he going to pull Robert Pattinson? He can't, he can't gain muscle? What's happening? Huh? No. I uh, got it. You know what's funny? What I loved about... What I loved about that last Batman trailer, you know, when people were like, yeah, yeah, fuck. people who were still believing that Robert Pattinson wasn't actually putting in the work to work out. And then it was like a full frontal shot of him just looking jacked. It was like, yeah, there it is right there. But uh, I mean, that's what's so awesome. And that's what's pretty awesome about you get cast as a superhero. Guess what? You're going to get paid a lot of money just to get into the best shape possible. So this uh, this guy right here who, you know. Obviously, we've only seen him where he's been relatively skinny. I wonder how I wonder how much he's going to buff up. Like, how much weight is he going to gain? But uh, he did mention that they are hoping that he gets a little more buff before he does have to wear the Blue Beetle suit. So it's going to be interesting. But you know, because not everybody has to be a Ben Affleck. I mean, that's that's the one that's the one thing. You know, when it comes to the discourse out there, especially with the Robert Pattinson stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, he's, you know, people will say he's too small. He's too small. It's like, well, it's a second year Batman. Let's relax a little bit. 
Um, Ben Affleck's just a fucking beast, obviously. Uh, not everybody has to be like that. Not everybody has to be Affleck and Cavill. <laughs> just these, Ur! or even Chris Evans, you know, Captain America. Uh, mostly they are, but, you know, they don't have to. You don't have to be super jacked. And uh, I'm just wondering how Biggie's going to get. I mean, even like Tom Holland, if you like see Tom Holland throughout, you know, I mean, when you see him shirtless, like the first like homecoming, I mean, obviously in No Way Home, he was relatively, you could see he got bigger, but... You know, you got to think about the body type, too. So but anyways, curious to see that blue beetle beetle costume. I'm I'm obviously some of it is going to have to be CGI. So it's going to be a mixture of CGI and mocap kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know if you can, you know, you're not going to be able to do a fully practical blue beetle costume. So it'll be like a little bit of a nice mixture, I guess you could say. So that's that's going to be interesting to see. Um, hey, this guy right here, Oshi Bachar, he just, he, he finally watched, uh, the Snyder Cut and thought it was fantastic. So there you go. Another person right there, check mark, who's got 16,000 followers, you know, who's all about this nerd shit. He finally watched the Snyder Cut and he enjoyed the shit out of it. So there it is. This is a cool little concept art right here. This is actually quite beautiful. This is Happy's apartment. I mean, obviously we saw Happy's apartment, uh, in Spider-Man No Way Home, but this is like an outside shot of it. And I think this is fucking gorgeous jesus that is quite an apartment right there i tell you and then you got peter right here just like sitting in his web hammock you got aunt may right here i'm guessing with dum dum right here so i don't know that's a pretty cool concept art right there i think so and uh here's michelle pfeiffer's uh cat woman licking herself <laughs> because why not it's hot i guess that's pretty much why it is right because well, let's face it it didn't make sense when she gave herself a bath in the movie, but hey, why not? It's Tim Burton. That's all you got to say. Lies! The lies! Um, I don't know if these are official. I think they're official, but they might be fan-made, but I, uh, I don't know. I never got the answer whether these were official or not, but yes. We got uh, some official posters that spell out the bat. Or, you know, not the Batman, but, you know, you got for the Batman, it spells out lies. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Very interesting right there. So, Gal Gadot. She talked about, she provides an update on Wonder Woman 3. We're developing the script right now. We'll probably start in a year and a half or so. Ta-da! <laughs> That's all we got. Yes. So, she wanted to... uh she wanted to ask about, you know, you know, somebody asked her about what's going on with Wonder Woman 3. She gave a little answer. Not much right there. A year and a half. This movie's probably not going to come out till twenty end of 2024, I'm guessing. If they're going to start in a year and a half, that's, yeah, it probably won't come out till 2024, even maybe 2025. So who knows what's going to be happening with all that. But that's what she said right there because she was in the new InStyle magazine, which she looked gorgeous, of course. With a photo shoot they got right there. We got Aaron S. Bailey right here posting this. Hey, maybe this is why. Maybe this is why Morbius is getting reshoots right there. Maybe that's the reason why. And I'll get to your uh, question right here. Let's see. We got uh, Roger Pena. Uh, you said, hey, Dave, I will not believe for one second that Zach's VFX team is just sitting there and helping erase the Snyderverse. Exactly. Go back. I mean, go watch. Go watch my interview with those guys with uh, Hirota and DJ. Just type in um, type in Film Junkie Snyder Crew, the Snyder Crew. It's on my channel. Go watch it, Roger. And I appreciate the five dollar super chat. You're awesome. 
Um, but yeah, just go watch that. So, I mean, I'm telling you, there's no racing right there. There definitely is no e-racing right there. So thank you, Roger. Appreciate that, sir. Ray Fisher. Okay, so I love this right here. I love this. I absolutely love this because we saw this We saw this little graph right here, and I love that Ray Fisher decided to do this today, maybe because he kind of has been seeing what's been happening on the timeline and people talking about stuff, certain things right here. And Ray Fisher right here says, quote, in the world of line graphs and pie charts, the fans are the absolute masters. Hashtag restore the Snyderverse. So right here, this was on The Hollywood Reporter. And this was talked about, I believe it was last week, kind of talking about what was happening in Warner Media right here. And, uh, you know, I wasn't going to pull up the whole entire article, but the graph is good enough. And I love the fact that Ray put focus on this right here because it's true. We got Jason Kylar right here joining up. I mean, this is like 2021 right here, uh, January, after eliminating the 2021 theatrical window without looping in talent, Warner Media CEO Jason Kylar begins the year with an apology tour. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, I still think that he was going for something there. I don't know. I think it was just. I, I don't think it was entirely a bad idea, but yes. But right here, when the graph was going up, guess what? And I love the fact that they use Cyborg's image right here. But yes, that's when the Snyder Cut came out. March, the Snyder Cut version of Justice League is released on HBO Max. Fans rejoice. Subs arise. Execs exhale. That's right. It got to that point. And it got to that point right there. I believe that's that Kate Winslet uh, series right there that was pretty popular on HBO Max. But right after that, you know, when Anne with a plan decided to say, well, that's it, guys. That's what you wanted. What else did you want? Huh? You don't want anything else. We're done with this. We're moving on. We're not even going to release the air cut. And then, pew, pew, pew. And then all of a sudden the graph goes down. Okay, but now it's going up again because we got, you know, we got David uh, Zaslav right here, which, of course, when we heard about that and all that stuff, that was going to be kind of cool. But now it's kind of been up, 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 up. It seems like it's just bouncing all over the place. And right now, currently, it probably is a little bit down right now. Who knows? Who knows what it kind of looks like? I mean, it seems like it kind of went up at the end of the at the end of the year right there. But uh, maybe it's kind of down start of the year. And who knows, when this uh, when this guy takes over, maybe it'll go up again. But I love that Ray Fisher posted that. It just kind of showed you what was driving stuff when it came to uh, when it came to HBO Max and all that. So it's a pretty cool uh, pick of of uh, the Batman right here that, that uh, Mr. Jo Johnny Yee, I guess, drew right here like that, like that a lot. Clay Staub, Staub, whatever. Whatever. It looks like he's going to be drawing. It looks like he drew up something that was the Flash right here. He's teasing the Flash right now. So that's what he's been working on is more uh, more of those drawings that he's been posting recently of, uh, you know, just the, the, the Snyderverse stuff. It's really good stuff. Alex Ross posting his good stuff right there, too. Got to love it. And we got all that, all that, you know, speaking of Alex Ross, uh, if you have the novel, if you have the novelization of uh, The Death of Superman, that's what the cover looks like. I have that book. Um, I got that book like fucking 25 years ago, read it a few times, loved it. Yep. So that's the cover right there, which was always good. And then, of course, we got right here. Hey, this is what it looks like. Alex Ross type. And then you got the actual people. That's right. You got a mall. Yeah, I'm going to even say that's Wayne T. Carr right there. That's right. 
Love that. Love when people do that. Um, we got all that. So, yeah, we got in style. That's right. Oh, what a gal. Badass women. She's uh, rocking a new hairstyle right there. Got some, uh, you know, little combed over bangs right there going over her eyes. Looking pretty good. Just a goddess. Just looking gorgeous. Hi. You know, she's just reading a book in bed in her underwear. You know, that's all. And, uh, yeah, just looking really awesome right there. But, yeah, new hairstyle. Digging the hairstyle. So that's what was part of that whole in-style thing where she talked about that. She also talked about how I uh, remember when uh, all the celebrities went, you know, they sang the Imagine Imagine song, the John Lennon song. And a lot of people, they got a lot of backlash for it. She responded to that, too, realizing that, yeah, it wasn't the right time to do that. So that was like almost two years ago, too, which is crazy to think about. So you got that and uh, just awesome, awesome bat gif right there hey we got sandra bullock and keanu Reeves and dennis hopper may he rest in peace on the set of speed man 1994 crazy crazy and if anybody wanted to know who uh who was uh who was the face of wonder woman in the wonder woman game well apparently it's uh madison hawk right there so hello uh, apparently that's uh, who they're kind of basing the face off of right there so yeah, and then there's, of course, uh, you know, Elon Musk smoking. Hey, you know what? I sent that to somebody, <laughs> so I downloaded it recently, so that was that's why that was no cheating. My last saved celebrity picture was literally this image of Elon Musk because I sent that to somebody because we were talking about certain things and then talking about a quote from Elon Musk, and I sent that. So, yeah, fuck them ducks. Fuck them ducks. That's a Nintendo kid right there. That's what I'm talking about. And then we got Hans Zimmer and Tina Gao right here just looking like, hey, looking badass. Looks like they're making some new music. She is a beast. So is he. That's what I'm talking about right there. So there you go. There you go. Okay. Right. Um, anybody else? Uh, let's see. What's going on in the chat? Uh, yep. Did I miss? Oh, there we go. Roger Pena, thank you again. Like I said, yeah. Like I said, watch. Watch. Watch the Snyder Crew stream that I did talking to those guys. I mean, it was a fun, super, such a fun, such a fun stream, such a fun stream. And then, of course, Captain Graves, thank you for becoming a member. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you at the post-show stream. And then, yes, of course, Den, just wanted to make sure to display those right there. So thank you for the super chats. Every little bit helps, guys. Every little bit helps. Uh, all right. So. Let's talk about this now. Let's talk about Warner Brothers and <laughs> good old Warner Brothers. Uh, Warner Brothers and um, Ben Affleck and and uh, and Henry Cavill. So obviously, with everything that happened yesterday, we were kind of, you know, it was kind of like, or not yesterday, but at the first, obviously January 1st, but it's been lingering on. And of course, we talked about it yesterday, but now we have Grace that's, you know, she's essentially just, she's had it. <laughs> she's she's definitely had it she um she's not having it anymore because i mean i know i get it guys i totally get it because you know when when you hear even when you hear that name it's just like good lord what now and uh um it's just kind of she's just kind of been you know she's had it she's really had it when it comes to people just dogpiling her and i and i always say don't dogpile anybody that doesn't do any good but at the same time 
Uh, you know, when you when you're gonna announce something on the first day of the year. I mean, it's like, take a break, take a breather. You don't have to announce something on the first day of the year. Why? I mean, I don't know why she decided to just drop that little update on the first day of the year. I don't get it because it's just like, hey, people are, you know, people were partying last night. People maybe, you know, just wanted to have a, like a nice little day off before they had to get back. And it was a Saturday. Let's just let's at least wait till Monday. I don't know. I don't know. It's just so many things. So you just you, as much as like, yeah, you know. I, I say not to dogpile, but I mean, she kind of she brought it onto herself. I'm just saying, you know, so I mean, you have to do that. But this is what she had to say today. So today she put Ben Affleck doesn't want to come back. Henry Cavill ain't getting invited back for reasons I've already told you countless times that are as much on him as WB. You guys are hoping for something that is an impossibility. You gotta just move on. So she's part of the move on crew, which I know some people have said that I'm part of that or some of the other guys that show up on, you know, when it's, it's no longer the 40 club. The 40 club's been retired. Now it's the move on crew or whatever the fuck. So pour one out for the 40 club. And then she said, maybe Robert Pattinson's Batman universe will get expanded and we'll get a new Superman there. Lots of possibilities. So there's all that. And then, uh, you know, she's just responding. This is one she responded to, too, uh, which is somebody who I have muted because they are fucking annoying as hell. So that's why it says it's muted. Um, and you guys can see the, the screen name. It's fine. Um, I was the only I was the one that told people that uh, that November when there was legitimately a chance the Snyder Cut could happen if they tweeted because I knew what was happening behind the scenes. And now I'm telling you, after that amazing achievement, there is no more road left. So she's just like, she just had it. She's had it. She's absolutely had it when it comes to uh, the tweets right there. Well, I'm always honest with you counting today. So she's just saying right there, and this is one of the last things that she had to say right here. The final thing I'm going to say, there are some whose entire identity is wrapped up in the Snyderverse hype. So they'll never let it go, never stop giving you hope, but for very wrong reasons. You don't have to like or support the new DCEU, but you should realize what's happening. And then she puts, stay classy, stay classy. Um, what's also interesting too, I mean, okay. So when it comes to all this guys, I, I mean, I get it. Uh, I get her frustrations. Sure. Because obviously when she posted that, but again, why are you posting it on January 1st? You didn't have to could have waited a little bit for whatever information. I still don't get why it's just like directly goes to Twitter. And why, why didn't she, why did she do it like RPK style with Patreon or do it in a video? I don't know. I, I, I kind of. I don't get it because even like, well, like, again, when it comes to the scooper game, I've said it before. Sometimes it's just like it's just revealing spoilers. I mean, who knows if they're actually true? Because, again, it's not like it's not like she's batting a thousand because remember this. Remember this, guys. <laughs> remember, uh, this was also she tweeted this out last year. I forgot exactly when uh, I don't remember exactly uh when, but I, uh, so I remember somebody sent me this, and I was like, oh, yeah, I was going to refer to this tweet right here. It said, I had a wonderful evening watching a certain movie. Also, I'm hearing exciting things from multiple sources. Jail 2 and 3 might now be possible. Some suits want Zack Snyder to direct Wonder Woman 3, which I think is an excellent idea. The hype is real. Don't let up now. So, yeah, 
This is, uh, this was, no. <laughs> I remember when she did post this, I went, that's, no, no. I could literally, and maybe I did, actually go, hey, <laughs> is this true? No, it definitely was not true. This was 100% not true. Um, there was nothing to be talked about. Zach was just working on his Netflix stuff, preparing Rebel Moon and Army and all that stuff. He's been very much working on that. He wasn't, there was a lot of scoops that were coming out that said he was like meeting with Warner Brothers, meeting with blah, 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 blah. And then it was like, no, that was not all happening right here. Not to mention, can you imagine, can you imagine if, if Zach decided to be like, yes, I will direct Wonder Woman 3, you know how much backlash there would be in nowadays okay because obviously we can't have a man direct a wonder woman movie that would be you know there would just be huge backlash he wouldn't do that even though he'd rock it we know that wonder woman what 1857 whatever the hell he was doing that whole little backstory that little placeholder that he had for bvs with all the heads in the bag and everything like that i mean obviously he still has that portrait up in his office or in his area that he usually does live streams but, I mean, there would be so much backlash if that happened. So much backlash. But, yes, but she did one time tweet this, and this was bad information. It was. It definitely was. So that's why you always got to take everything with a huge grain of salt. That's what's so interesting about this whole thing. I remember when she tweeted this out, and I was like, oh, that's just not going to be true. And then I confirmed it that it wasn't. None of that was true. There was nothing being talked about. Nothing. Nothing. Ah. <sighs> So, yeah, nothing. So I just wanted to bring that old tweet up, too, just to, just to remind everybody that not everything, you know, let's just kind of take it day by day, guys, day by day, okay? You know, before we get all... I mean, my God. Not everything should be doom and gloom. So much good stuff coming out. But, so when it comes to Ben Affleck, I mean, I told you guys also, I mean, I... I had it confirmed from my information that, yes, he did have uh, input on the Flash script for his for his scenes. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, obviously, Ben was done before, then ended up coming back. Was it a contract thing? I don't know. Maybe he just was like, fuck it. Let's just do it again. I'm feeling good. Uh, anybody have J-Lo's number? Maybe we can get her to convince him to do more Batman. I don't know. The guy's 49, and he's still in great shape. He still loves the character. You know, I don't know how much he would, uh, if, if he would think about coming back. Hey, you never know. Because at one point, he was done. He said on Jimmy Kimmel, I'm done. I'm not Batman, he said. He didn't say I'm done. He said I'm not Batman. And then all of a sudden, he's coming back for the Flash movie. Doesn't sound like uh, we're going to get his movie. I mean, we heard, obviously, and I've even told you guys many times that, of course, HBO Max, Warner Media, they would want him to come back to do something more Batman. And uh, apparently he turned it down, according to other scoopers. But who knows if that was even legit? I mean, that's the thing. You got to kind of I just I'm just going by my information, guys. And then I give you the information that I hear. And I heard that, that yes, of course, they wanted him to come back. I didn't hear anything about him turning it down. But hey, you know that if that's what happened, that's what happened. I mean, he came back for Zack, and we knew that he would. I even said that before the additional photography happened for Zack Snyder's Justice League. I was like, he'll come back for Zack, 100%. He'll come back for Zack. And, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's one thing, too. It's like, damn, you know, if we could have gotten, if we got 
if Anne with a plan said, we, hey, we're done. We're done. Sorry, we're done with the Snyderverse. If there was any kind of talk about uh, sequels, big time, I think Zach, I think Ben definitely would have been like, all right, let, let me go out in the blaze of glory that I was supposed to, obviously, um, when it came to all that. So do you guys remember this, though? I, I wanted to bring this up because I remember seeing this on my timeline. It was, uh, it was very interesting. Let's see. Where is it at? Right here. Remember when this happened? Oops. Uh, remember when this happened right here? That uh, right here where, where Toby Emmerich and Sujihara? Sujihara, right here. Remember when they picked him up? Remember when they picked him up? And they like were trying to do something with him right here. It's a very bad image right here. Very bad image. Yeah, very bad image right here, but yeah, remember when this happened and they were trying to do something and they just, obviously that didn't do anything right there. It really didn't do anything right there. So yeah, very interesting, right? You remember, you got, yeah, you remember this lane. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think we all kind of remember this right here when uh, we saw this and they kind of picked him up. I don't know exactly what they were doing. Uh, I think that was, you think it was for the way back? I don't know, but I think there, there, you can't tell me that there wasn't some kind of Batman talk when it came to, uh, to this right here. Yeah, I mean, it's, there was some kind of Batman talk. I'm sure it was, there was talk about, his, about the, you know, this was during the alcoholism and all that stuff as well. So it's got to be, you know, it's just kind of funny. I, like, I remember seeing this. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember when they were trying to do something when it came to him. I mean, I'm telling you, when it came to, when it came to Ben... And doing Batman, I mean, it sucks because each one of the movies that he was a part of got fucked with. BVS got fucked with. Luckily, we got the Ultimate Edition. Suicide Squad got fucked with. We're still waiting to get the air cut. And then, of course, obviously, Justice League got really fucked with to the point where he wanted to walk out on the reshoots. He didn't want to do those reshoots. He wanted to walk out. He definitely wanted to walk out. Um, But, you know, he wanted to get the whole crew, the whole cast to just kind of like walk out on the whole thing, but he didn't, you know, of course they didn't because he's the only one with the name. They were, you know, they weren't going to do that. And sadly we got that shit show that was Justice League. But anyway, so what I'm trying, you know, what I'm trying to get at here is if Ben wants to come back, I think, I think they, maybe something, uh, who knows with discovery, who knows, but as of right now, after the flash done, he's done. And that's perfectly fine. I think, to be honest, there should be, you know, let's do another campaign that just says, thank you, Batfleck. Um, I don't know if anybody wants to organize that or do that a couple of times. But when it comes to Cavill, Cavill's a, it's an interesting story when it comes to Cavill because what Grace said right there that it was both his fault and WB's fault. And I like what she had to say right there because, you know, you kind of wonder what was happening when it came to negotiations behind the scenes when it came to Cavill. I mean, obviously, the headless Superman. The headless Superman was like the biggest thing right there. The headless Superman. That was uh, always, everybody kind of wondered, like, what was going on with that? Was there scheduling conflicts, like they said? Was uh, Cavill asking for too much more, too much money? Were they trying to lowball him? I remember I kind of heard something about them lowballing him, but then you kind of hear stuff that, yeah, maybe he was asking for too much money when it came for that Shazam cameo. And, yeah, so I don't know. Like, it's, it's all very interesting because, obviously, 
you know, with every interview that Cavill does, like he's done recently when it came to The Witcher 2, he always talks about like he would love to play Superman again, Superman again, Superman again. And but then you got Dwayne Johnson, who even mentioned like he wants to take on Superman, whoever that's going to be. And it kind of made you go, oh, the fact that they're both represented by the same person and he just like didn't drop Cavill's name or anything like that. It's all very interesting. It's all very interesting when uh, that when when it comes to all that when it comes to Cavill, because you know, hey, I mean his his career took off. You know, his career took off. He is now the Witcher. He's now you know, he's he's doing that, and he's he's Sherlock Holmes also over at Netflix. You know, I mean, he didn't have a great the the full on greatest experience either. I mean. I mean, I think he had a better experience than Ben Affleck did, but man, when it came to Justice League, I still remember going to the world premiere of Justice League and seeing that guy, that pretty motherfucker with that mustache on his face, walking the red carpet and just going, no, they, they totally killed your face, man. Ah, your face, your pretty face, just not, uh, uh, yeah. But, you know, I think right now with with uh, emotions high, I think we should just let's just calm down a little bit. Let's not just, uh, you know, let's not just be fighting with each other. You know, we got the Batman coming out, which is going to be big. It is. And then, of course, right after that, the merger is happening. Now, is the merger going to be like the saving grace? Who knows? And yes, I did say I did say the saving I know that's just the that net name. It's just been tossed around way too much this week. It's only fucking Tuesday. Jesus. Ha. Anyways. <laughs> Again, why on January 1st? That's my only thing. And why put all that out there? Ugh. anyways. No, but we'll see what happens. I mean, if 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 there are if it is true that uh, the Flash, we're only going to see like little glimpses on TV or whatever the fuck when it comes to um, Cavill Superman. That would, you know, that would be kind of, that'd be pretty disappointing. It would be. But at the same time, it's like we don't know the details when it came to negotiations of all that, when it came to Cavill and Warner Brothers. I mean, I like the fact that she wasn't just putting it on Cavill because, you know, we kind of noticed that, you know, Grace had a little thing where she kept talking about Cavill, difficulty, blah, 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 all this stuff. Um, She was always going hard at that. You know, she heard that stuff, which you never know. I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, anytime the guy's interviewed, he's... He's all, you know, he just seems like the most charming guy and the nicest guy in the world. But maybe when it came to, you know, negotiations, he, you know, he saw his value, maybe because, you know, after Mission Impossible and all that stuff. And then what happened to his face in Justice League? I mean, they screwed up his face. I would be like, hey, give me more money, bitch. Look what you did. Look what you did. Look what you did to my face in that shit. You really did that to my face? That's ridiculous. I don't know. But. Maybe when it comes to Zaslav, Discovery, and whatnot, maybe that, uh, maybe something will happen and we'll see the demand and then they can come up with the negotiations. But, you know, it'd be kind of, it, it would kind of suck if, like, yeah, if that's, that was it. That was it when it comes to these, when it comes to, uh, him as Superman because he just embodies Superman. But I don't know. Danny, and Danny Garcia, we trust. I don't know, man. It, can we? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I would hope so. It can't be all Cavill. His agents, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. Like I said, it wouldn't be all Cavill either if that was the case, you know. But I don't know. We'll see. Well, Zaslav and Toby are fr- Oh, is that what's happening? Zaslav and Toby, they're friends. They're besties. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess they have to be. It's like a whole business thing, but hopefully Toby can just get ousted right there. But uh, let's see. Kenneth, I don't uh, think the Snyderverse will be erased. No, it won't be erased. Do you think DC film version of Earth-1 and new DC films universe will be merged and, and the new universe will be Earth-Prime? That could be it. I wonder if they're actually going to like name that stuff. Uh, are they going to name stuff like that? Are they going to name it like Earth-1 or Earth-2 or whatever the fuck or Earth-Prime? Are they going to do something like that? It's going to be interesting. But yeah, I mean, like I said yesterday, that's why I titled the stream yesterday that Snyderverse is not getting erased. It'll be always preserved. Who knows what can be added to like. If we can get any any kind of more content, who knows? That's why I've always said I'm okay if it was just a graphic novel or animation or some kind of form like that. But time will tell, guys. But when it comes to our, you know, when it comes to our Superman and our Batman, it's like, yeah, we just got to take it day by day. And if if that's the end of it, then so be it. And we got to thank what they gave us because it was absolutely beautiful. Obviously, you know, Ben's my favorite Batman. Favorite cinematic Batman. Uh, Cavill's my favorite cinematic Superman. And, uh, you know, we had three awesome movies. I mean, nine and a half hours of content. So there's that. And that'll never get taken away from us, guys. That'll never get taken away from us. So, but uh, let's just kind of relax. Let's no, not, 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 no dogpiling, no fighting with each other. But, you know, obviously that's going to still happen. Just the way it is. Uh, this chuckling ads eh, gives me hope. Yeah, I know, but you know, Sutton and all those guys kept on saying other stuff too. And then all of a sudden, when all this information came out, they started changing their tone. That's again why I don't like the scooping game because sometimes it just seems like maybe they catch wind of something, or maybe it's just like a 50 50 thing. I mean, this happened, of course, when it came to TCN and Lightcast and all those guys, they were. I mean, they kept on saying stuff, and it was like a 50-50 thing, pretty much. And then all a lot of the stuff were like just, it was absolute bullshit. The scooping game is just sleazy and gross. That's why I try not to really follow at. I do my own stuff. I don't try to scoop. That's for damn sure. But it's just, it's just gross. I just don't like it, you know, because it, sometimes it just feels like some of these guys just want to tell you things that you want to hear, that you want to hear. Or it's like, oh, it's obvious. Of course Ben Affleck's going to be in Batgirl. And then all of a sudden it comes out that, no, he's not going to be in Batgirl. And then all of a sudden the back the backpedaling starts happening and excuses start coming out. And I just, I don't like that. Just, hey, own up to it. Just own up. Anytime if you have a scoop and it didn't come true, own up to it. That goes, uh, that goes for right. two. That goes for her. You know, scoop didn't come up. Own up to it. Say, I was wrong. My information is wrong. Sorry. It happens. It's not all, you know, it's not all legit. My bad. Own up to it. Don't start backpedaling and coming up with excuses when because your scoop was wrong. Come on. But, yeah, pooper scoopers, man. Those pooper scoopers. <sighs> you got to love it. Anyways, guys. All right, let's go on to the next topic. Let's talk about uh, Vin Diesel and uh, Dwayne Johnson. So, so it's very interesting um, because this happened last week. Let's all get reminded of this right here where Vin Diesel reached out via Instagram, which, you know, why are they doing this publicly? I don't know. But he reached out to his little brother, Dwayne, and using this image right here that I think is doctored a little bit because this makes Vin Diesel look even taller than uh, The Rock. 
which is funny because we all know that that's not the case, and he's he's stepping on top of a soapbox or whatever the fuck. But, of course, this happened right here. And then last week when I was on vacation, I didn't get to comment about it, but Dwayne Johnson turns uh, turns down Vin Diesel's invitation to rejoin Fast and Furious. No chance I'll return. Uh, yeah, I love that this is always going to be the image that everybody uses right here. So, um, yeah, we got all this, and here's the quote right here. I told Diesel directly that I would not be returning to the franchise. Uh, I was firm yet cordial with my words and said that I would always be supportive of the cast and always root for the franchise to be successful, but that there was no chance I would return. This is what Johnson say. Vin's recent public post was an example of his manipulation. I didn't think... He was brought up. I didn't think that he brought up his children in the post as well as Paul Walker's death. Leave them out of it. We had spoken months ago about this and it came clear and and, uh, to come clear and understanding. However, Johnson went on to express his well wishes, fast and furious family ahead of their next uh, and, um, you know, the next one, pretty much. My goal all along was to end my amazing journey with the incredible franchise with gratitude and grace. It's unfortunate that the public dialogue was uh, muddied, has has muddied the waters. Regardless, I am confident that the Fast universe and its ability to consistently deliver for the audience, I truly wish my former co-stars and crew members the best of luck and success in the next chapter right there. So, there you go. So, no Hobbs in Fast 10 or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. No Hobbs. Is there going to be a Hobbs and Shaw 2? Hobbs and Shaw, right? Is that going to be a two? I enjoyed the first one. It's ridiculous. It's over the top. But I like Statham. I like Johnson. And I like, uh, that sounded funny. Um, And then, of course, I like uh, Idris Elba. So I don't even, is that going to even happen? It sounds to me like Dwayne Johnson is done with the franchise. There's not going to be a Hobbs and Shaw 2. Doesn't sound like it's going to be the case. It sounded like that was just a one-off, a one-spin-off. And the post-credit scene or the mid-credit scene kind of connects with the actual story of everything so i don't think there's going to be a hobbs and shaw too and to be honest we don't need it we don't need it we're getting two more fast movies i'm over the franchise i am uh i i don't want it but i i I do find it kind of funny that why did vin diesel want to do it publicly and then apparently they talked it privately and then somebody asked johnson and he was like no i'm turning that shit down i'm not doing it anymore it's like yeah it makes sense he's got like six other franchises that he's doing i mean we're all kind of hoping that What's happening in the DC universe that he's doing with Black Adam, we kind of hope that, hey, maybe that'll go somewhere. Huh? That'll go somewhere? Could be. Because, you know, when it comes to Dwayne Johnson, I mean, he is the he is the man that takes existing franchises, that joins existing franchises, your rampage. Even though San Andreas was not, that was an existing franchise. Enjoyable movie. Um but Rampage, obviously, based on the video game. And then, of course, Black Adam, Fast and Furious, Jumanji also. So, you know, he's uh, he's just that guy. He's a businessman. He knows. He's taking opportunities, and he knows. He knows. He's, he's knowing where to go. Red Notice was a hit. There's probably going to be a sequel to that. So I think he's done with the Fast and Furious franchise. To be honest, that's what it sounds like, and power to him. Hey, whatever, you know. I mean, I liked his character in there. It was a breath of fresh air when it came to what fast fast five or whatever. I thought it was great. We got the we got another big brooding bald guy, and you know it made for some good fight scenes. But sounds like these two uh, have some egos. <laughs> I think Vin Diesel's ego is a little bit bigger, 
because he's smaller. Um, but hey, what can he do? That's, I don't know what Vin Diesel's going to do after uh, the Fast and Furious franchise ends. I mean, hey, go back to, um, uh, what's his name? Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, let's, go to, let's go back to the Riddick franchise. I enjoyed those movies. Let's try to get that, huh? Okay, so now that we've got our protein for this show, let's move on to uh, Peacemaker. More protein. Another brooding dude who was also a part of the uh, Fast and Furious franchise. Now, what's interesting about Peacemaker, now, there's some uh, reviews that are coming in, and, uh, you know, obviously it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. I haven't been fully sold on it. Uh, As much as I somewhat enjoyed his character in the Suicide Squad because he was a side character, there's a couple scenes that were pretty damn, I thought were pretty hilarious, specifically the one with him and Bloodsport when they were going back and forth. I thought that was uh, a really good scene. And, you know, some other stuff too was interesting. But to to warrant a a spinoff series was interesting. I think a lot of us were like, can we get Idris Elba and Bloodsport instead? Can we do that? But no, that's not what they did. And uh, right now, currently, there's no, let's see, right now, there's, uh, let's see, so obviously I'm going to go to the stupid tomato. Right now, it's uh, it's got an average rating of 90%, but I don't know why, I mean, I guess maybe because it shows that uh, it, I'm not really seeing where um, the actual reviews are, but uh, let's see, but if you go to Peacemaker... Let's see, Peacemaker review right here. And you kind of go down, you kind of see where people are landing at right here. So, and this is what's kind of good because you see two pretty distinct different, um, two two different <laughs> two different reviews right here. So we got this, uh, we got Alan Seppenwall that says, James Gunn and John Cena reteam for the Suicide Squad spinoff, a very funny superhero show parody that also works quite well uh, as a genuine article. So... This guy enjoyed it right there. So, I mean, that's that's another thing. I mean, it, when they were talking about how this is how, how Peacemaker is kind of going to be like a, you know, it's going to be a spoof type movie, but it's going to have some serious elements. But then you have right here, we got a, uh, we got a review right here. It says, Gunn also makes sure to make his protagonist, uh, he's going to be, you know, he's going to be making fun of the other superheroes, like jokes jokes and some people are not too happy about that he says well when he talks about aquaman who apparently pays to have sex with aquarium fish batman who's responsible for countless innocent deaths because he refuses to just kill the joker once and for all and then superman who supposedly has a poop fetish so yeah there's that (laughs) there's that um apparently there's yeah there was that scene where he talks about wonder woman I, I fucking him, apparently. So there's also that. There's a lot of things. Reviews for Peacemaker start today. Uh, we watched the first episode of Peacemaker, and what I could say about it is that it's amazing. The whole cast is doing really well, and John Cena man- manages to reconcile well uh, with comic with the comic and even tragic vein of the character. The soundtrack is wonderful, and it has a post credit scene. Of course it does. At the end of the episode, the opening is a show of its own and is somewhat reminiscent of one of the post credit scenes of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. The series is quite adult and has a uh, TSS feel with some two uh, violent scenes and a lot of blood. So there you go. Uh, I've seen the first seven episodes of Peacemaker, 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 whatever you want to call it. 
It's unbashedly goofy, violent, and filled with so much heart. I couldn't think of a better encapsulation of Christopher Smith's bizarre comic history. So, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's pretty much, this is the character, right? A lot of James Gunn fun. So we got Bory's kit right here. It says THR's review of Peacemaker in its quest to shed new light on a on a character who came out of the last movie looking dangerously close to outright villainy, Peacemaker loses too much of the darkness that made him compelling in the first place. So there you go. Boris uh, Kit and THR, not too much, not too, too much of fans of Peacemaker right there. Sounds to me like it's mainly positive, but you know, there's some mixed reviews out there. I think that's what it's going to be. I mean, I haven't quite been sold on it, but I'm still going to watch it. I'm going to review it. I'll let you guys know how I feel because that's what I do. I know some of you out there are just like, fuck this shit, right? You guys don't want it. Peacemaker is an idiot and says stupid shit. Yeah. Um, and there's a couple things that I might have laughed at in the Suicide Squad. Sure. But, yeah, to warrant an actual spinoff series, that was always my thing. I'm like, what? You're going to do that instead of blood? Okay. Interesting. What about Rat Catcher? No. Okay. You know, but I guess they looked at... Well, there's John Cena. You got that selling factor or whatever the fuck is that guy. But I don't know. We'll see, guys. We'll see. And, um, you know, like I said, I will give my reactions to it. And, uh, I mean, I always hope to enjoy everything. I just I just haven't been sold on this on this uh, on this concept quite yet. So maybe it'll surprise me. But from what I gather, we're going to see John Cena, Cena and his whitey tidies again. So. If that's your if that's your thing, sure, go for it. Not quite mine, not mine. So, all right, let me do this real quick because I didn't get around to it. But um, I'm gonna uh, talk about I'm gonna rank I'm gonna rank my favorite you know the CBMs that came out last year, and I'm talking strictly just you know the live action ones. Obviously, I don't you know when it comes to direct to video animated ones i'm not going to refer to those but um i mean as far as i could tell we got about what seven right here that came out last year yeah so i'm going to rank these and you guys already know you guys are already going to know what number one and number two is so i'm going to work my way from number one all the way back okay instead of going from seven to one i'm going to work my way back because you guys already know you guys already know um you guys already know what number one is. I mean, and if you don't know, I mean, you're, you aren't paying attention. You know what number one is. And obviously, obviously, number one was going to be Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, it was my it was my all time like favorite thing that came out last year, obviously, because of what it meant. And uh, of course, now with all the information that that we're getting or the rumors or leaks or whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah, naturally, you know, just. Thinking about this movie, you're like, oh, man, is this the last time we're going to see all this? Damn. Uh, unless it's in some kind of other form. Who knows? But obviously, yes. Yes. So shocked. Right, Gator Girl? So shocked. And then you shouldn't even be shocked about number two, Spider-Man No Way Home. Obviously, that uh, did a lot. Uh, some good fan service, you know. If you saw my review, obviously, you know that I love this movie. And uh, obviously, when the uh, the other, um, the old characters came back, that was a greatest part and the dy the dynamic between the three spider-man i tell you mm. just so good i cannot wait to watch it again just to see all that all right so so what comes in number three what's number three drum roll please 
Shang-Chi. That's right. I really enjoyed Shang-Chi. It didn't make my overall top 10 list. It was listed there, but, you know, probably would have been, you know, in, you know, between 10 and 20 in my all-time list. But, yeah, Shang-Chi comes in at number three when it comes to CBMs. And, uh, you know, it's just an enjoyable movie. Of course, you know, it still has a little bit of the MCU-isms that get annoying. But overall, I thought it was a pretty fresh idea. I thought the choreography was... uh, I thought the choreography was, that's all I needed. That's all I needed for this movie was like good choreography. Please fight choreography. Let it be the best that they've ever shown us. And I thought, I thought they, uh, I thought they, um, did a great job when it came to that. So Shang-Chi number three, when it came to CBMs 2021, and then we have the Eternals. Now I know this was a mixed bag and I wasn't so like huge on it either, but what I loved about Eternals had some really good scenes, gorgeous cinematography. Yes, it took its time, and yes, it, it, it kind of dragged a little bit. Uh, I do definitely want to watch it again just to, you know, because I know what I'm in for this time. But I thought still, overall, even though, like, there was things where I was like, eh, this didn't really work for me that way, I still like the fact that it was the MCU trying to do something different, you know, and Chloe Zhao and her trying to do something different. I do still think it should have been like a Disney Plus series, maybe, but then maybe it wouldn't have felt as grand and cinematic as it was. But, you know, I thought, you know, why not? But, yeah, it was, yeah, I I get it. I get why people were kind of just like, eh, whatever. Um, Let's see, which number am I on right now? That was number four, right? And then the next one, The Suicide Squad, which, of course, we just talked about. So this comes in at number uh, number five right here. Um, yeah, number five. Suicide Squad, it's enjoyable. There's things I, there's characters I enjoy. There's characters I didn't. Of course, I enjoyed Aegis Elba. Um, I thought Mar- Margot Robbie coming back as Harley Quinn was great. Not everything she said hit with me. Some of the jokes did not land with me. Um, but it was a batshit crazy movie. And, you know, it's enjoyable. I Did I think it was, did I love it? No, I thought it was okay. It's fine. It was a fine little chapter when it came to that. So, you know, it's perfectly fine. What can you do? And then coming into number six, just right underneath it, I kind of went back and forth between the Suicide Squad and, and Venom, Let There Be Carnage. But I just, what frustrates me about Venom, Let There Be Carnage is the fact that it just, it just felt like they ripped it to shreds, like there was more there. Uh, if you guys saw my, you know, my reviews about it. I mean, it, it's got enjoyable scenes, yes, and I thought the final act was pretty strong, but it just felt like they just kind of, eh, this movie, eh. And again, with these fucking posters, obviously this is Venom and this is Carnage, but it says Tom Hardy over Carnage and Woody Harrelson over Venom. Why do they fucking do that? Anyways, uh, or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. No, that's he's got the red right there. So anyways, ah, pff, fucking posters. Anyways, so, but yeah, so Venom comes just underneath the Suicide Squad. Just underneath, you know. So, oh, you like you like Topher Grace's Venom even more than Tom Hardy's? How dare you? Ah, uh, but you know, hopefully they can. Uh, I don't know. It just seems like with this with this uh, franchise, it's going to be interesting to see what they do moving forward. And then coming in last was Black Widow. Yes, I uh, I've expressed how I wasn't a big fan of this movie. It was a movie where I'm like, all right, I watched it once. I don't really need to watch it again. Um, You know, it's not terrible. It's not like I hated it. I just felt like it just was like, all right, I don't need to see it again. It was run by the numbers a little bit. And, uh, you know, I just don't feel like I need to see it again. I think the shining light was Miss uh, Florence. Pew, 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 pew. You know, her Yelena. 
And the fact that she returned in Hawkeye, which was great. I'm glad that that character is there. But, you know, but that was my least favorite of the CBMs that came out that last year. So there you go, guys. There is my CBM 2021 ranking right there. This year is going to be interesting. I mean, I, I mean, I can, I think I already know which one's going to be the best one. I mean, let's face it. But it's going to be interesting to see. We got loaded up. CBMs. Now we got a lot of DC DC CBMs going on this year, and uh, you know we got we got we got quite a bit this year in 2022. So it's gonna be interesting to see how those rank. But I can kind of guess what's gonna be the best one. I mean, call me bias. I don't know, but it's gonna be. Uh, I can kind of guess, kind of guess a little bit. <laughs> All right, so let's go to the Twitter questions. See what you guys have to say about the over on the Twitters. All right. So Eric. Uh, so I'm curious, Dave, if these people are never gonna believe her again, or if they're just gonna forget about it next time she feeds their twisted, apparent wishful thinking. Uh, hey, I told you all Randolph is full of it. Uh, I've told y'all for years. I know, but she's gotten some things right, though. That's the thing. You can't totally just say that she's wrong about everything. She does uh, her Wonder Woman 84 type nonsense. Yeah, which she was very much wrong about. And then, of course, was wrong about that other thing, too. Remember, she said the Reynolds thing at that one point. Remember when that was when I even was like, oh, I heard that, too. You know, so, yeah, I mean, who knows? People seem to be. uh People go back and forth when it comes to her, when it comes to her, when it comes to her information, they go back and forth when either they love her or hate her. I don't know. It's weird. Rosemary, what's happening with uh, Golden Globes? I don't know. Apparently, they're going to have a small ceremony and it's not going to be like normal because uh, of the uh, Omega Cron that's coming out. You know, they're worried about that. I don't think it's going to be a thing. I don't really, you know, when it comes to award season, I'm just kind of over it now. So I don't really care. Cooper Knox, another big brain Alex Alex Jones type conspiracy. Both Dwayne Johnson and Danny Garcia have released the Snyder Cut tweets in their Twitter drafts just in case things go south. Well, they've already tweeted out release the Snyder Cut before. Yeah, they have those. Haven't they talked about that? I mean, I know uh, Dwayne Johnson did. I don't know. It's all very interesting. If I could be a fly on the wall at some of these meetings. Hey, Dave, this is Edward. So James Gunn did confirm a superhero who is already established in the DCU will show up. Who do you think it is and why? Cheers. Um, well, it's probably going to be either Aquaman or Wonder Woman, I'm guessing. Showing up in Peacemaker? I would say it's probably one of those two. Uh, it'd be awesome if it was Superman, but I don't think it's going to be Superman. It'd be crazy if it was Deathstroke, but that's not a superhero. I didn't hear the quote. Exactly. Did they say comic book character or they actually said superhero? Would be pretty sweet because, you know, James Gunn at one point did want to have Deathstroke in the Suicide Squad. So and uh, yeah, I actually did want to talk about this. I had it in my tabs right here. So Stephen DeKnight, he uh, people have been tweeting at him. I think Scoot out there, you've been tweeting at, at him. And uh, he retweeted your tweet, and uh, it says right here, Daredevil showrunner Stephen uh, DeKnight expresses interest in making uh, a Superman movie. Known for his work across Spartacus, Transformers, and Pacific Rim franchises, DeKnight 
was also one of the executive producers of the first Marvel series on Netflix. Daredevil has uh, his resurgence in popularity recently. Charlie Cox, obviously, all that stuff. And then, of course, this is um, this is right here. There's the tweet right here. So would he. I would love to see Stephen DeKnight make a Superman movie. Stephen DeKnight is interested, and he, of course, would want Henry Cavill to be his Superman. So that's cool. He loves Brainiac, but so many great ideas. Go. Ways to go. So Stephen DeKnight, I mean, I will say I was not a fan of Pacific Rim Uprising. I was not a fan of that movie, but I thought Jupiter... What is it? Jupiter, Jupiter's Legacy. Uh, that movie had potential, but it did kind of drag a little bit. Uh, you know, the the show. But you could see that you know he wants to get in this space of all that. And but then of course you know being the showrunner of of Daredevil. I mean, I mean, why not? But yeah, Stephen Stephen Denight pushing for that. So you kind of wonder, you know, uh, what else is going to come from all this? Is there going to be a push for this? I mean, this is what I'm talking about when it comes to this whole thing and even going back to the whole Cavill thing is like, if there's a push for it, there's a high demand for it, will will that kind of, will someone have an, an olive branch? Will they bring Cavill back? Will they play nice with each other? What's going to happen with all that? That's what I'm kind of wondering when it comes to a push for this. And I like the fact that now we got people within the, the, the industry kind of just going like, hey. I would love to make a Superman movie and Henry Cavill would be my Superman. You know, there's always like that demand, that demand. And if Cavill's game and if he's if they can actually work a negotiation. So I would be like, I think we all would be down for that. So, but hey, you never know what could happen. You never know what could happen. You just never know in this fucking business. It's all crazy. All crazy. Uh, Mr. Q. All right. Which orange came first, the fruit or the color? <sighs> Man, there you go. Philosophical. Which orange came first, the fruit or the color? That is that's a good question. It's a really good question. Anderson Miller, are there any theories as to how or why Keaton's Batman would be in, back, in the, the background movie, which is supposedly connected to Zack's jail universe, without something happening to Batfleck and the Flash? I have an issue with Batman being older than Gordon. Yeah, I know some people express that. I'm sure it's all going to get explained. It's all going to get explained. That's uh, that's what I want to know. I want to know the context of that whole thing. So, uh, Sam Parker, the MCU has phases, right? It's a useful way to organize the films. But DC should totally do Earths with Earth 2 starting at the end of The Flash. If the universe is significantly different, as per Grace's tweet... Would uh, would be much less um, uh, arbitrary as uh, and, and would actually make a lot more sense. That's what I was talking about earlier, too, because, yeah, why don't they talk about the Earth, you know, Earth, the Earth Prime, Earth 2 and all. I mean, they've already done it with the Final Crisis series, right? Didn't they show all the different Earths and they were like naming them off and everything? I don't know. Could be something there. Could be something there. I don't wear pants. Of course, I don't wear pants. What came off first, Dave's pants or socks? I don't know. You think I'm wearing pants? I don't wear pants. Um, RJ, Mr. Resident uh, Justice. Never a dull moment in the Snyder fandom, huh? Nope. More of a comment than a question, but I find it interesting and funny that everyone was fine with Grace when she was interviewing Zach and promoting Zack Snyder Justice League, and now she's public enemy number one. I know, exactly. 
exactly. It'll be funny, too, because odds are Zach's going to go back onto her channel to promote Rebel Moon. <laughs> he definitely probably will. But, you know, it's whatever. Lex the Truth. Dave, is it possible DJ knew all about Warner Brothers' plan to take the DCEU in a different direction? Can't imagine he's excited to face off against this new Superman. No, I mean, the way that I, the way that I look at it, uh, again, listening to DJ and listening to Hirota talk about the script, it's its very own thing. Sure, it's not it's not a direct continuation of Zack Snyder's Justice League, but it was still something that was unique and different in their eyes, which made them go, yeah, let's sign on to do this. This sounds some, like something pretty interesting. And what they've already built with The Flash in Justice League... Um, why not just continue that? And it seems to, again, that's what intrigues me about the Flash movie is those two saying that the script, there's something about the script that really brought him back. Kenny, Kenny Crayley Jr. Hello, Davey. I love mostly everything DC, films, TV shows, animation and comic books, and all this drama with Warner Brothers DC is making, uh, and DC Films is making me sad. Honestly, I just want to be, to, uh, I want it to be good and work out for the best. We should embrace what we love and not hate what we don't like. Exactly. And I love this image right here. It's a good image. I like that. I forgot who made that, but yeah. I mean, everybody's just like, oh, DC's a mess. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, but they've. there's been so much that has been given to us, and then there's so much coming, and yeah, I know. Not everything is uh, perfect right now, sure, but, you know, just don't let it ruin your day when somebody tweets out spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> scoops i mean vf do you think dwayne johnson will overthrow walter hamada as the head of dcu now i don't think uh dwayne johnson's going in with any intentions on overthrowing anything who knows what he knows i don't know uh i don't know i, I don't think he's gonna overthrow him though uh is this mr molina right here uh, what's your go-to all-time favorite, uh, with the bat, uh, the Batman book and have you read Arkham Asylum, a serious house on serious earth yet? I have not read that, but I, I have heard of it. I think somebody, some, somebody's talked about that, but I haven't read it yet. Um, I mean, I'm always been partial, of course, to long Halloween. I mean, that's always just going to be a, the classic Batman story. I've always told people read Batman ego, especially going into the Batman. It seems like Matt Reeves is um is really gonna you know he's gonna use some of the elements in there and you can actually kind of see it too when you watch the trailers uh you know your dark knight returns is always going to be a, a good one too and then night's fall night's end that whole series i like i mean i'm not saying that's like my go-to's but i mean i would say my go-to is probably the long halloween if i really had to like go to a batman book ah <sighs> let's see andrea can those two people who release the info about the Flash get in trouble, Grace and the other guy? No, they can't do that. I mean, I mean, if John Campillo can't get in trouble for releasing fucking leaked images, uh, you know, people with information or whatever, they don't seem to get in trouble. They just get called out on Twitter by directors. <laughs> That's usually what happens. Uh, I like Just Woke League. Just Woke League. That's pretty funny. We got Andrew Casali right here. Top four films of 2021. 
Yep, he's got Spider-Man, Zack Snyder, Justice League, Ghostbusters, and Free Guy. Matrix Resurrections being number five. Carrie, hey Dave, is it possible? It is possible that Emmerich and Hamada know they are getting the boot and are trying to tarnish the DCU brand on their way out by perhaps getting Grace to leak the Flash info? Not gonna lie, it's a crap. It's crap like this that makes me glad I'm an MCU fan. No stress. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's I don't know if they're actually trying to do that, because, it, you know, if you're on your way out, you still want to get a job somewhere. So I don't think that they would actually do that. But it all is interesting. It's like, where is she actually getting this information? Who knows? Uh, Ryan. Hey, Dave, I'm hearing that Morbius was delayed because its universe got erased, then reinstated by the Venomverse. But time traveled to <laughs> April. Any truth to this? Hearing uh, the G.I. Joe verse is erasing the trans. <laughs> oh, man, the Transformer verse. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. Now, nah, we don't know about all that. Is Grace batting a thousand? No. She's probably batting under 500, I would say. <laughs> At least. I don't know. All I got to say, guys, is when it comes to all this, let's just relax a little bit. Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? Who knows? There's going to be more tweeting, more anything. I think, to me, it sounds like Grace is done. And she's had it because she's getting dogpiled. She's getting dogpiled big time. And I, I, I don't like to do that. Um, I haven't even like really, when it comes to Twitter, yeah, I've refer, I've talked about certain things, but I'm not going to quote tweeter. I'm not going to post a screenshot. Um, I just, I, I'm not going to add to it right there because, you know. But at the same time, she she did bring it on to herself because it's like, why are you going to tweet something that like that on the first on January 1st? You're going to do all that. And, you know, it's going to make people mad. You know, it's going to make people mad. And not only did it make the fandom mad, but it also had people outside the fandom, other voices going, what the shit is this? You know, there are so many different videos and people are just not happy about it. And that, that, that kind of worries me because. What's going to happen with The Flash now is Warner Brothers going to start worrying and then all of a sudden we're going to hear about extensive reshoots and all this stuff. That's what I kind of worry. And we're not going to get Andy Muschietti's full on authentic, like what he wanted to give us. See, that's that's again, this stuff is going to affect the filmmaker again. I'm worried about that's what I'm worried about. It's going to affect the filmmaker. It's going to go on to the filmmaker. And who knows? That's what I'm just kind of worried about because I thought, you know, again, going back, the script, the script. But who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Anyways, guys, we'll go ahead and wrap this up. And uh, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys clicking in. Like I said, members, we'll do a post-show stream. You can pick my brain a little bit after that. So if you want to join that, join the members. Make sure you smash that like button up. Before you leave, subscribe to the channel. And then, of course, if you want to join the, the Patreon, you can do that, too. I appreciate it. It's all the links are provided down below, even with the Film Junkie Closet, if you want to get some merchandise, merchandise, merchandise. So, all right, guys. So, I'll see you members in a little bit. I'll be posting it, of course, on uh, the YouTube feed. And um, I'll see the rest of you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. All right, guys. Talk to you later.